This article is called What Bets Are You Placing in Your Training? I wrote it in early 2023. I've published it in March uh, this year, 2023, and you can read it online at kdmhealth.com or mitrukuchonda.com. The decisions we make in life can be viewed as bets. We're betting the decision we make to a choice we have is superior probability-wise to any other decision available to us. As an example, if you decide to get married, you are betting your life will be better married than not. Then you're betting your spouse is the one to be married to over anyone else. The same goes for our training. Actually, I've jumped the gun and assumed a bet, so let's break it down. Anyone who trains or works out for our North American friends is betting their life will be better engaging in some sort of consistent physical activity and skill development than not. That's a bet I double down on. Now, that's out of the way. Let's look at some common bets you're probably placing in your training consciously or by default. Flexibility. It'll come as no surprise the majority of people are making subpar bets within this physical quality. Not everyone, of course, but most. Apparently, it's now well established that stretching before training is bad, but mobility work is good. 95% of the time, I bet against this, choosing stretching before training. Why? One of the many reasons is the priority principle. For decades, Ian King has shared what gets done first in training gets done best. I could walk into any training locker room, gyms, fields, pools, academies, dojos, and training facilities anywhere in the Western world tomorrow morning and find an endless number of sports people lacking in flexibility. Strength. Strength training is a staple of athletes around the world. However, outside the traditional strength sports of Olympic lifting and powerlifting, warm-up sets seem to be disappearing faster than physical cash circulation is in society today. I bet beginning the first exercise of your session with an empty barbell, or its equivalent, if it's not a barbell exercise, and executing multiple progressive warm-up sets, depending on the weight of your first set, is the best course of action for your training goals and injury status, both now and long-term. Just because you can lift heavier with no warm-up or a limited warm-up doesn't mean you should. Err on the side of caution and be progressive in your warm-up sets. If you're short on time, don't cut warm-up sets. You modify or cut work sets if your goal is no injuries in the gym. It's fascinating how many intelligent people do stupid things when it comes to loading and strength training. Speed training. Most sports coaches have fantastic skills drills to improve speed and its subqualities. Here's a fantastic example for combat sport athletes, and I've got a link to it on the website. A fantastic YouTube video from Cameron Quinn doing a combat sport speed exercise. It doesn't matter if your sport is speed-based sport, such as track and field events, a game-based sport, such as soccer or football, as it's more commonly known, or sports not known for its speed, such as marathon running or gi jiu-jitsu. Speed is a component of the sport. When training this component, minimise fatigue via appropriate manipulation of training variables, the training variables being things such as volume, intensity, rest periods, work-to-rest ratios, etc., is vital. I bet less is more, to use a Charlie Francis saying, when it comes to speed training, meaning less work and more rest during drills to minimise fatigue and ensure the work is of the highest quality. Should fatigue creep in and your execution slow down, you've got to ask yourself, what adaptations are you now rehearsing? Endurance training. Fatigue mask fitness is a fantastic Ian King quote. More often than not, 
I bet too many athletes compete with unnecessary residual fatigue during competition. One way to avoid this is figuring out your own peaking plan leading into competition. Typically, it'll take you two to three iterations to lock it down, so best test it out well before important competitions. In the video below, Cameron Quinn lays out a peaking program he's used with combat sport athletes with great success over the past 30 years, and there's a YouTube link there if you go to the website. So there you have it, a few of the many bets I regularly make in training, professionally and personally. I hope you enjoyed this article.